The following program contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Get Off My Lawn podcast is back in full effect. And once again, we've got some vocals in the instrumental that's playing underneath us. Let's check it out for a sec and see what it is. And God said, the water began, the water began to a firmament, unto a firmament, and let the dry land, dry land appear. And God, and God, dry land, dry land, earth, earth. Well, we are uh, taping this on a Sunday, so I guess that counts as church for the day. <laughs> In the words of Big Snoop Dogg, church. <laughs> to get off my lawn podcast once again, back in effect, you got your, your man Jay, a.k.a. JC, a.k.a. Jay Caesar, a.k.a. Law T, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Taliban. That's where you can find me on Twitter, at hip-hop taliban here with my main man what's up it's west coast dre what's up y'all yay and anybody who's been listening knows that we've had episodes that have been delayed um well one episode that was delayed uh because we're grown men we have grown man responsibilities and in the first episode, East Coast Dre had his in-laws in town, and he had to uh, kind of hustle through the, the podcast so that he could take care of his family business. And similarly, Dre, you've got uh, family? Yeah, they're in the house all the way from Utah, the in-laws. My sister-in-law's turning 50, so... My clock is ticking, just like hers has ticked to that big number, and we're going to be celebrating her a little bit later today, but right now, it's all about hip-hop. That's right, that's right. So, we're not going to shortchange our audience, but we 
are going to sort of jump right into things, keep it moving. If you've listened to the past, what do we I believe we have three episodes up officially, and then there's the unreleased B-side that we recorded as a test broadcast that may see the light of day on some anniversary. Yeah, you gotta wait till Rhino or Criterion releases that. It'll be in the vault. Special box set. Speaking of, and we'll get to things in a minute, but if you've never been to L.A., when you make the trip in Hollywood, there's a record store called Amoeba Records, which is... It's an experience um, unlike really anything that I've uh, seen or experienced in my it's, record buying. It's the best record store I've ever been to. And there's one in the Bay Area as well. So if you're up there in the Yay, you don't go to Amoeba, you're slipping. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's one in Berkeley and San Francisco. That's right. And it. It's a just an enormous space that has thousands and thousands of uh, albums on vinyl, uh, mostly CDs, but they buy back used CDs and then resell those. So you'll find some of the most obscure titles and releases that you've ever seen. If Amoeba doesn't have it, it's not out there. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth having. And last night I was there um, looking for some vinyl. And it struck me as I was standing in line. And I saw people who still had, you know, handfuls of CDs. And I'm just I'm, wondering. I, I'm one of them. So you're one of those CD guys? I was just, you know, you were there last night. I was there two or three nights ago, and I came with a bunch of CDs. None of them hip-hop this time, because on the hip-hop tip, I got all my digital uh, stuff taken care of, thanks to you. But uh, I walked out of there with some some Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes and the Doobie Brothers, and I was getting compliments from the staff on my fine choice and selection of music. I guess my thing is, I just don't understand the CD thing like we're way beyond CD like what do you do with a CD like I don't see anybody with the CD disc man walking around yeah you don't see that anymore but I have a, still have a CD player in my car and I like to play those CDs in there I am of course I could plug in an iPod or something and now I have this crazy smartphone which I suppose would store tons of music and I could plug that in but there's something about buying a CD or a record. There's a tactile experience, searching for it in the store. It's a There's a community there. You talk to the staff about music. You talk to people you're looking next to about the music. Um, you know, I, I hate to live in a world where it's completely and solely about convenience. Sometimes you want to have some human contact and you want to you wanna touch what you're buying. And, you know, at Amoeba, it's relatively inexpensive way to to have that experience I think that's what you're you're missing out on I mean I you're have so the, I you're have so the... digitized 
I have the experience, the community of people, they're playing music, they played some uh, Ghostface Killer, which I loved, and they played some other random uh, selections. I have the experience, I like, you know, sort of digging through and finding obscure titles, but I draw the line at buying them. So what I ended well, up doing... Well, can't, you can't draw... Okay, go ahead. No. What I ended I up wanna... doing was I would find something and then take a picture of it with my phone and then that would remind me when I get home to go download it. Well, I mean, you know, if you're... If it's completely about not taking up the expense, that's one thing. But on the other hand, as you acknowledge, Amoeba is a, a fine place to be. And they're not going to survive. Everyone goes there and takes pictures of stuff they're going to go download. <laughs> so go in there, buy a Harold Melvin and the Blue Note CD, and shut up. <laughs> well, as I was flipping through the rack, and again, I was going through the vinyl because I needed some instrumentals. And one of the things Amoeba does is they buy back, well, DJs used to participate in record pools, and the record pools would allow them to get doubles of brand new music and for free. Well, they pay a monthly fee, then they get tons of records. Then what DJs have done is taken those promotional records back to Amoeba, Amoeba buys them and then throws them in the rack and you can purchase those. So as I'm flipping through some of the vinyl, I saw in the hip hop section, I saw Steve Harvey. Steve and, Harvey? Yeah. So the label said, Steve Harvey, let's get wild, the new track from Mr. Cheeks and <laughs> Mr. Cheeks of the Lost Boys. And the reason why Steve Harvey was on the label is because this was one of Steve Harvey's picks of today's hottest in rap and R&B. Since when does Steve Harvey like rap? And since when do I take my cues from Steve Harvey? <laughs> well, you know, he the man's very popular even to this day. Um... I mean, it's bad enough he's writing these books given black women bad advice <laughs> now he's going to dip his toes into hip hop mm -mm. Nah. well how long ago was this uh, did this occur what was the copyright date on this um, you know I'm assuming since it was Mr. Cheeks it was a <laughs> while ago yeah it's probably about 30 years ago back when Kings of Comedy was out Steve Harvey was a big deal then for, uh, for people that listen to hip hop now that audience has grown up and they're they're men, they're 40. And women, they're 40. So Steve Harvey no longer has that kind of cachet with the young people. I should hope not, but I never recall a point at which Steve Harvey, <laughs> I looked to Steve Harvey to direct me towards what was hot in hip-hop. So, If I had to guess, I'd say that his manager brought this to him and said, Listen, can we put your name on this? <laughs> Mr. Cheeks will give us whatever. <laughs> and because <laughs> they want to tap into that Steve Harvey audience. And he said, yeah, you know, I can't do a Steve Harvey impression. But he said, yeah, you know, <laughs> go right on ahead. <laughs> that sounded like uh, Bill Cosby meets Red Fox. 
Uh, don't bring up Bill Cosby, please. Yeah. <laughs> On to other topics. Before we jump into this week's thing, and I know we're supposed to be moving it along, last week, uh, our discussion on A Tribe Called Quest, Beats, Rhymes, and Life generated quite the stir. Um, In our circle, I mean, you hear Dre and I on the podcast, but there's a whole community of people who have input and give us feedback. And these are professional people. These are lawyers, professors, um, people in all walks of life. Well, anyway, we had a professor, one of one of our confidants, who ironically is from some small town in Pennsylvania. I believe it's Quaker Town, Pennsylvania. Oh. Yet. He is one of the most knowledgeable West Coast gangster rap aficionados I know. It's odd and bizarre. Straight out of Quakertown. <laughs> but perhaps even more bizarre to me is that he sides with Dre in defense of Beats, Rhymes, and Life. That's right. I think he loves it. He loves it maybe more than you do well I mean because I don't think I love it I think I like it oh. um, but love is a strong word for that album um, it, you know I want to revisit the whole thing but it, it's not nearly as bad as all, every, you and everyone else makes it out to be and so shout out to him um, yeah. it, the album one day will receive its due <laughs> well e-money there you go you two guys and uh, cons to the quince. Beats rhyme to life forever. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but we also received some feedback from a guy who's extremely... His, his hip-hop knowledge is <laughs> wide and deep. And we've wanted to have him on the podcast, but he's been up in the Yay area at Berkeley pursuing some advanced law degree shout out to education but his studies have thus far prevented him from participating yet after the last episode he sent us a couple of emails in which he referred to beach rhymes and life as quote an abomination (laughs) end quote he's getting his degree in hyperbole by the way (laughs) but Here's one thing that he raised, and this might be a bit conspiratorial, perhaps, but he suggests that Beats, Rhymes, and Life is the album that Andre 3000 is referring to in the outcast song Rosa Parks in this verse that I'm about to play. Let's check it out. Oh, brother. I met a gypsy and she hit me to some life game Just 
stimulate and activate the left and right brain. So baby boy, your only phone can add your last cut. You focus on the past, your ass will be your half what That's what you live by, or either that's what you die to. I try to just throw it at you, determine your own adventure, Andre. Got to a station, here's my destination. She got off the bus, the conversation lingered in my head for hours. Took a shower, kind of sour, cause my favorite group ain't coming with it. But I'm with you, cause you're probably going through it anyway. But anyhow, I went and died, went on out and bought it, cause I thought it would be jamming. But examine all the flaws, get walls, get off lit, sand and it's costly. But that's all shit, bro, and I hope I never have to float in that boat. Up shit's creek, it's which is the last quote that I wanna hear when I'm going down. When all said and done, and we got a new Joe in town. When the record player get the skipping and slowing down, all y'all can say is them niggas earn that crown. But until then. That can very well be. And the timeline, that song came out in 98, and Beat Rhymes and Life came out in 96, so yeah. they recorded it in probably 97, so yeah. I think we might be stretching it, but okay, I mean, and just one more person doesn't like that album, got it. <laughs> <laughs> the world's biggest club in hip-hop. <laughs> Beach Rhymes and Life Haters.com. <laughs> All right. So let's just go ahead and jump into today's topic. And we're going to run the intro for this segment. And then we'll come back and get into some deep, thoughtful, provocative discussions. Here we go. How is, uh, you said your wife is, how, what about Janet and the rest of the family, the daughters and everything? They're all doing fine. But I want to make this statement. This is a real good statement here. So stay attentive, cause this is a new joint. As I read my essay. Can I talk my Can shit again? As I read my essay. Can I talk my Can shit again? As I read my essay. Can I talk my Can shit again? As I read my essay. Can I talk my Can shit again? Speak on it, man. Speak on it. So, we've discussed before that we're out here in L.A., and it's a car culture. And in the summertime, you roll your windows down, turn up your music, and let it bump. I also mentioned in the last episode, when I was complaining about my treatment uh, by the Ford dealer, that... I have a new car, well, new to me. And it came with a six-month free subscription to Sirius Radio. And I got the car in January, so I've been getting these alerts that my subscription is about to expire. So I figured, all right, let me um, check out 
all their hip-hop offerings and see if it's something that I want to subscribe to, even though I'm morally opposed to paying for music, but whatever. Ugh. At any rate, with Sirius, they have three hip-hop stations. There is uh, Shade 45, which is Eminem's branded station, and that plays a lot of Eminem, a lot of uh, newer hip-hop, but not so much the ignorant stuff. So you'll get um, Action Bronson as opposed to, I don't know, Lil Boosie. <laughs> Most of the time. Uh, you get Sway in the morning, some things like that. And so it's sort of an in-between channel. In-between what, you might ask? Well, on one side they have an old-school hip-hop station which plays pretty much everything you'd expect them to play Nas, Tribe, Fuji's, House of Pain, Run DMC, etc. Golden Era and stuff like that. And then there's one other hip-hop station I believe it's called Hip-Hop Nation and that's where you get all the current where you get the Young Thug and the Rick Ross and the whoever is hot right now. OT Genesis. People oh, like gosh. that. So those are your three choices. And once I kind of realized that everything that gets played on the old school channel, I already have on my iPod, I realized that ah, I probably don't need to keep the subscription. But in a few weeks, we're going to take a real hard look at when exactly rap started to become so ignorant, so unapologetically ignorant. And in the course of doing that, I needed to familiarize myself with what's hot, what's current. So uh -oh. before my subscription ran out, I decided I'm going to take a day and just every t all while I'm in the car, I'm going to listen to the Hip Hop Nation channel. So, I was riding around with the Hip Hop Nation channel on, and the, the songs were horrible. Some of the beats were okay, but it, it was just, it was awful. And usually, I'll ride around with my windows down and my volume up because I'm playing what I deem to be quality hip-hop so in my opinion when I come to the stoplight and I'm bumping rubble without a, a pause I'm doing a public service by bringing <laughs> quality hip-hop to my fellow commuters okay. as the kids as the kids laugh at you and speed away playing little boosie <laughs> maybe they do but hey I'm I'm doing my part so I pulled up to an intersection and I had the Hip Hop Nation channel on and a car pulled up beside me and I believe it was Young Thug featuring I don't know some other jackass and it was just so ignorant 
that when I looked over and saw that the person next to me had their window down, I felt ashamed because <laughs> of the words that were coming out of the speakers, out of my car. <laughs> they kind of looked over, and I looked away. And I tried to <laughs> ease the volume down, but it was clear that the damage had already been done. And not only and they rolled up, and they rolled up their window and called the police. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was so bad that the, I'll put it like this: we have the golden era, we have the jiggy era, uh, whatever else we want to call it, the gangster era. I'm going to go on record as labeling this new era as the nigga money era because every single song that was prominent and featured prominently on the Hip Hop Nation channel, that was the theme. Nigga, 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 nigga. It was ridiculous. And something about money. But what I did notice is that other than references to money and uh, niggas, everything was pretty much indecipherable. And I've been listening (laughs) to hip-hop a long time. And I've heard some off-the-wall rhyme styles, but... I don't know what's going on with this current generation. And yeah, I'm shaking my fist because this is absolutely ridiculous. Well, you know, you sound like my dad in uh, 30 years ago because he could understand uh, Chuck D either or whoever. He thought that stuff was indecipherable. See, my parents didn't like it, but it was because the music was too. It was so aggressive. And why do you have to play it so loud? But at least if you decided to listen. It wasn't impossible to know what they were talking about. (laughs) I agree with you. Today, I honestly don't know what they're saying, but the honest truth is we've had serious radio for a long time. and I've never, ever listened to anything um, hip-hop related on there for any length of time outside of backspin. Yeah. I'm just not... I wouldn't know. And the the music you're referring to, I, I... can't listen to it for more than a couple of minutes without turning it off in horror for all the reasons you outlined so I never give it a chance to be decipherable but you truly can't understand what they're saying at all uh no and (laughs) and my formal training is in journalism so I feel that it would have been irresponsible of me to make these allegations and charges and not bring in some uh, proof, some evidence, some sample. Uh-oh. So I pulled out um, like five of the songs that came on during that embarrassing ride around the South Bay of LA. And we're going to listen to a few snippets and then you tell me, you know, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm just too old and you know, out of the loop. So, we'll see. Let's check it out. Here's one from... Uh, this is from 
Rich Homie Quan. That's his name. And the song is called Flex. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Here we go. everybody I don't know what the hell that was that was horrible I think that was a beat that people dance to and they don't care what's being said that's got to be a club song I mean it's a terrible song regardless the the few words that I could hear were so offensive and ridiculous that it's not worth even thinking about the guy's name is rich homie Quan. So it's about what you're going to expect from a guy who walks around saying that's his name. But uh, but really, <laughs> I can understand 90% of what was said. I'm with you on that. Is this a hit? Uh, yeah. These are, <laughs> these are all featured prominently. Like... On that Hip Hop Nation station, they, uh, I guess through social media, they have people vote on, you know, what they want to hear. And that song's on there. Now, granted, the day that I was listening, when they did their top ten or five or whatever, Kendrick Lamar, who is outstanding and is sort of a, I guess for lack of better term, an outlier amongst this current crop of absolutely rappers so he came in number one so it shows me that there is some hope amongst the current you know young hip-hop listening public but i mean he came in number one but you know numbers two through ten were you know people like this and here's another one tyga Featuring Young Thug. Tiger featuring Young Thug. This yeah. is gonna be double, double uh, unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we go. Let's see if you can name name these lyrics or decipher these lyrics. Here we go. Oh. Baby, 
the place. I'm a rich nigga, got Chanel on my waist. Damn. Run up on me playing, I'ma aim it at your face. And they go for anybody, anyway. Hey, I'm a rich blood, by the way. And I'm having swag, roll it all like a tape. Bitch scared, yell, I got these bitches on the bank. Don't wanna talk, then they say I need some space. My new car, get top. I just paid the cop, now I'm running out of court. And I ram it top, I'ma put it on the rocks. Crawl, walk, and hop, got all of these bitches shot. My children can all listen to Motown from now on. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> Once again. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Uh, <laughs> I can only laugh because I truly have no idea what they're saying now. You know, what's interesting to me is that you see, you know, I think I've actually heard that song before somehow, some way. I'm not sure how that was, but it sounds vaguely familiar. And what I don't get is, you know, it's popularity um, among people just in general because of how it sounds. But but women like it, too. And there's a there's a casual misogyny about it that's just kind of horrifying but no one cares and those are pretty much the only words in the song you can pick up and the thing is I hate uh, I've mentioned before that I don't have a problem with foul language because hip hop has clearly desensitized me to a lot of it but when there is no context when there's no even vague attempt no veiled reference at trying to create art then you just it's just ignorance on parade and it's bad enough that you're not saying anything of worth but now you're saying it in a mumbled drug induced slurring maybe that's the style because I think it is. I mean, this whole chopped and screwed thing started us down that path, right? And now, now you don't have the chop and screw. Now that now now it comes pre-chopped and pre-screwed. <laughs> pre-chopped and pre-screwed. I like that. <laughs> Make it easier on everybody. Yeah, and save the label a little bit of money. That they don't just send it to whoever now to to chop and screw it. A little young thug came in and said, "Look, I can chop it and screw it in the studio. You don't got to worry about it." Yeah. And you know what? Uh, it was in his PowerPoint. You know what Young Thug would tell you? Lead that up with the critics and the laws and all that old shit. We having fun. We iced out. We having money. That's how we doing it. <laughs> yes, he would. And guess, uh, you know, I guess we the critics, cause uh, uh, no, I'm I'm the laws. <laughs> well, he's iced out. He's having money. <laughs> yes, he is, and I uh, am not. So. You know, I guess he's not going to take my advice, but, you know, it's like they say, you know, you want people to use their powers for good. (laughs) Now, whether he has any powers or not, (laughs) it's up to people to decide for themselves, but they're not being used for good in this case. It's, It's horrible. It's horrible. Well, as if that wasn't enough with regard to my example, um, here's another one. 
from a rapper called Future, and the song <laughs> is called Shit, which I agree oh. wholeheartedly. Here <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, go. At least he's uh, you know being honest. Yeah, <laughs> truth and labeling. Here we go. So, person, what's up? Hey, nigga, you ain't shot shit. Talking, person, what's up? Hey, clips, nigga, you ain't. Oh, you done going and got all them guns and you ain't killed nobody yet. Hey. How many times you shot that motherfucker? Hey. Ain't nobody popped up dead. Hey. Thought y'all niggas murdered. Shit, shit, shit. Cuck it, bust it, pop it, tag, nigga. You ain't pop shit. Cuck it, butter, hunter, butter, nigga. You ain't pop shit. How you tuck down clips, nigga. You ain't shot shit. without that English motherfucker do you speak it I heard a little bit of English in there but to me that song's about glorifying black on black crime <laughs> that's what that song's well, about <laughs> I mean if that's gonna be a disqualifying criteria then <laughs> we might as well shut this thing down right now it's <sighs> Come on. Really? You know what we need what we need to do is we need to bring in someone who likes this stuff. We need to bring in uh, a guest from this generation to explain why that's good. Because we're never going to figure it out. I I, I it, it actually offends me that this is being uh, played on the radio of any kind, satellite, terrestrial. It, it that was future, right? Yeah, yeah. The future is bleak. <laughs> the future is very bleak. <laughs> that dystopian future. Yeah, uh, this is martial law. And these, again, we could go on and on like this, but I think that's enough of a sampling. 
to make my point. And again, I don't. It, it, it brings me no pleasure to label that as part of the nigga money era. I don't even like saying it, but there's no other way to describe it because the only words that were clearly identifiable, identifiable, identifiable. <laughs> you sound like future. Were nigga. I mean, you you say we should bring in someone to defend this, but the problem is I'm a grown man and I don't run in circles with people who listen to this kind of music. Um, namely, I guess I really don't either. I don't want to get caught up in a, you know, be an innocent bystander in a... <laughs> shooting but I don't think that anyone I mean I guess I can try and find someone but I don't think there's any intelligent defense of what we just heard there probably isn't not as none that I can think of not as hip hop I don't know it would end up being a no you I like the beat you gotta listen to the beat. No, 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 no. <laughs> then put out an instrumental because it, it. But but clearly it's appealing to an audience, a huge audience, because some of these songs have millions and hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube. Absolutely. I mean, this is the this is the new normal. This is the way it is now. That's why I told you in our first episode that my hip-hop canon is closed. Because I couldn't possibly be expected to wade through all of this to find anything decent. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I think my my door may be easing closed a bit more uh, <laughs> as we speak. It's just... It's, it's atrocious. And you know what? I would go on, but I think the case has been made... And my serious subscription has officially run out. I will not be renewing it. So hopefully there really is no other means through which I am going to run into Rich Homie Quan, Young Thug, uh, any of these people. I, uh, I hope not. We didn't, even, we didn't even get to Lil Boosie wipe me down, but it was, you know. I can only imagine. And then there was another song. Uh, the the rapper, his name is Gunplay. And it was Gunplay <laughs> <laughs> featuring YG. I'm sorry, listeners, but please. <laughs> the rapper's name is Gunplay. Gunplay. <laughs> and again, if he was being ironic... You couldn't make that up. That would be funny, but he's dead serious. He says, I'm sure he's, he raps a lot about Gunplay. I'm sure this is what he he's all about. The name of the song 
And it took me a long time to figure out exactly what they were saying because the on Sirius, at least in my car, the name of the song and the artist come up on a little screen. And so it said Gunplay featuring YG and the name of the song is spelled W-U-Z-H-A-N-I-N-D-O-E. Was Hanindo. So what's happening though? Is that what they're trying to say? That's basically what it ended up being. What's happening oh. though? I'd have pat myself on the back. I I, <laughs> I understood that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just give you a little. I'm only gonna give the taste that allow you to hear the. Was that and no? Was that and no? Because maybe it was you know maybe my it was just my 40 year old ears that couldn't Uh-oh. decipher what the hell was uh, a being couple, said. A couple of seconds I can take. All right, let me see. Me and my dogs in this bitch like. Jumping off the wall like Whoa. Money on the flow like Whoa. Fuck with me, you gon' get your ass Whoa. 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 Oh. What's happening now? What's happening now? Yeah. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Please, please get off my lawn <laughs> That, that's... Like I said, it's uh, it's Motown and Sly and the Family Stone here on out in, in my household. <laughs> my kids are too young to get involved in this just yet, but I could see down the road. It's only going to get worse. My son is at the age where he's in the demographic for Lil Boosie, Gunplay, all those guys. And I'm trying my damnedest to uh, keep him on a straight and narrow hip-hop path. So... What has he uh, ever expressed interest in this uh, kind of garbage? Um, no, because I I hooked him up with my Google Play account, so he's got my fifteen thousand plus hip hop songs right on his phone. Uh, so even if he's got a little a little boosie, um. He's still got a lot of tribe, a lot of far side, a lot of okay. ghost face, a lot of woo. He's got his he's got his Wu Tang T-shirt, so he knows when when the garbage comes on the radio, he refers to it as such. He he enjoys Illmatic, so so he's. Well, on, the gotta, right, on the right path. You gotta give my kid when the time comes. Give my kid your password because I don't know if I have the strength to uh, to know <laughs> that they're listening to what happened in the. Well, I can't even say it. <laughs> Maybe you need a little scissor, a little coding. <laughs> what's happening? I don't want them to hear what's happening though. <laughs> what's happening now? What's happening now? What's happening now? <laughs> English motherfucker, do you speak it? Oh man. Alright. Well, again, the future, I don't know. But fortunately for us, we have access to uh, the aforementioned iPod with its 15,000 plus hip hop songs. And so that means 
One, two, three, four, five. We're about to get into the five random songs pulled from the iPod. And we're going to go through, take a listen, and then give our takes. The first song up. Now, uh, the aforementioned attorney, a.k.a. Thurgood, um, he suggested various topics for the podcast, one of which is uh, talking about MCs with bizarre rhyme styles and flows. Uh, Many of the people he named, I kind of like, but he seems to be against anything that isn't a somewhat traditional rhyme style and flow. Well, this first selection is from a group called Company Flow, which, yeah, familiar with the Raucous catalog, then you're well aware of of them. Who's America? Who's America? Um, Love, Love Company Flow. So this song is called The Fire in Which You Burn, and you'll definitely hear they have a there's a distinct rhyme style and it's not going to appeal to everyone but i yeah i love the group and i believe this is from uh the fun crusher plus album which um outstanding and one of those raucous gems that you know please we're bring rockets back or at least Please i want to see come back. i want to see a documentary on the rise and fall of rockets east coast drake get on that here we go company flow Myself, you learn to fail, learn to get shows your records. So I left the host, but that could use a loser. The crap is should have kept it to your lonesome, but you like look everybody out a silly microphone crumb. You want attention, me, I flown attention vocally. First team or universe, me, why your squad is benching locally. Don't mention jokingly, ayo, them niggas ain't atomic, ain't the comic niggas gutsy. After the disemboweling, don't fuck around. I need out for your shorty with the crew and she be rape ahead. She wanna tape and dreads and thought of you a little stinger. My shit'll bring a bit of me, you're bitterly jealous. Forever living crazy, minor trying to tell us how you do it. I'm devouring you with simple shit'll get props. Don't let me bring a guard, I swing it hard like little kid bops. So front I keep the tone vexing But to the head stay pleasant To the ear just think the Lord and Hill on phone sex Relentless poetic rhyme never ceases infinity Forever smoking the mic lyric contact Got me open naturally higher No need to pass the Dutch I'm the living circle, circle, dot, dot. Nobody can touch me. At my post, the most high exalted. Mind blower, when I rap it is strictly. I can't believe he just said that shit material cruise. Who can't think straight sober? My flow's over your head. I enjoy the aerial view. Focus from the bird's eye. In my scenario of dominance, defeating weakness. When bum rushing like dirty communists, racing. My iron curtain revealing my words, the gospel. No apples, a giant serpent. The enlightened apostle, J. Trez. I lace heads like tennis players, top seated. Not needing to cause a racket or front the menace. My words speak for themselves, so feel me Cause on the mic I've got more presence than attendance In the class of schizophrenics, here, here Drink to that thick of raps, intoxicating Got your craving, my living proof Mixture of speech and rhyme, so up from just the flow But past the leg of it's over 
Penny uh. deadly when twisted, I get open like Venetian flower. Company flow, the fire with you burn slow. I remain indelible. Jay trash juggernaut. The touch the flame, you are not. I remain indelible. Check, 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 check. I done dawn digital slash for what I'm worth alongside four terrible surgeons who blur common perspectives on what and how to get lit. That flaming Molotov shit. Unstoppable object hits a movable wall and space split. This rogue cherub got his own twisted agenda. Catch that. Walking on flat lines, you witness me grow way beyond corporate control. Let them eat cake as I introduce myself as a mistake. Slip through the quills with a serrated raw staff. Sharp in the gut. Now we can all become Lord of the Flies when the sister she sees his demise. Huddled up in tribes and destruct, you get zapped with dead eyes. The five factions are anti the fuck up and get touched. The group hugs you receive from your support group can't protect you from the bomb rush. I'm known to slip arsenic mickeys and talk to them reform. With an unprecedented fierceness to Display these powers of storm. I wasn't born in a major, but I still received three gifts. Alphabetically listed, they're big, just Mr. Land and I. See the field creatures scurry, out of killer caution. Try to work off of the pot, but you choked on my motherfucking portion. Bathed within my excrement, bitch, parody. Your insanity is my clarity. Not to mention, convention is a great war weapon. Disguised under the guise of institutionalism, but still prison. The bad batch of jism. Who stands, who falls? It's when the DJ calls like the ass crack. On the whack, I keep tabs like Timothy Leary and or ASCAP. The iron lung is not rustable. You're overrated. As in smoking dust, no signing contracts that haven't been thoroughly debated. Got my name up in your mouth like cockatoo When every rhyme becomes the official new blueprint for wannabe writers. Catch a smack to the face on principle. Even when I say nothing, it's a beautiful use of negative space. Indelibles is invincible. LP, don't forget the fucking name. Come on, Colombo, I know you figure this shit out. Nobody sounds the same. It gives me great pleasure when true elements get together and lace the track rough enough to withstand any type of weather. If you want it, I got it. Chemically hemming up the seeds with a poly epoxy type of a mixer that be fatal if you sniff at these. Stupid ones pop the microdots, then lean into the sounds religion. Watch these styles straight box you up. Coming with clean, concise thoughts. Penetrating patterns, not beyond your comprehension, but ejected wildly out the barrel. Yo, catch the rarest glimpses of the planet once known as Earth that gravitated before inner violence heated it up, then it burned. It'd be these two Southside niggas who'll rock off any beat you push. Self therapy down south, goody marble specialist, the bush is like this. For the niggas who got caught sleeping and didn't know, it'd be these off axis crazy keys. Worlds to revolve around cold flow, coming at you in a blazing orange hunting vest, 30 odd at night, scope first day of deer hunting. You got scoped out like the foreign just, not the type of nigga to steal any scene too long, son, I might lace you. Lead the EP evidence. And then I'm gone. I love Company Flow, but I wasn't loving that beat or that song. Really? No, I mean the you know the lyrics were okay. They 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 got flow, but the song seemed to go on a little bit too long, and the beat I just wasn't feeling it. This didn't get me feeling the way I usually do when I hear a Company Flow song. See, I liked it. I felt like after listening to Young Thug, Little Boosie, and Gunplay. I well, I mean, like come on. <laughs> that, it was like I'd just taken a shower. And... Uh, I'll concede that part. I mean, I, but, you know, in, in company flow terms, that's not one of their best out, out, uh, oh. efforts. Come on. He said, uh, I got more presence than attendance in a class of schizophrenics. Here, here. <laughs> come on. That was good. 
I mean, <laughs> that was just the... I mean, granted, the beat was sparse, but, you know, hey, puts the focus on the lyrics. My flow is over your head. I like the aerial view. You're right. That's good stuff. But, I mean, you know, I, I, need, a, I need the beat to come together as well. It just wasn't what I was looking for. Come All on, right. company flow. All right. Then we're going <laughs> to... We're gonna disagree on this one. I want to hear. I want to hear the Jay Diller remix. <laughs> oh man, Mr. Lynn, I'm I'm with you. But okay, this next song is this is one of my favorite songs of all time. And there's a little tiny bit of a backstory. The song is "New York, New York" by the Dog Pound. Ah. Oh. And if anyone has seen the video, it is the one where the death row camp takes low riders to New York and they're riding around Times Squares in drop top Impalas, three wheel motion. They're going to whatever borough and rapping. But then at some point in the video, they're they're shot so that Snoop is like Godzilla and he's going through New York and just knocking down buildings and basically showing total disrespect, whatever. Hilarious. And as a matter of fact, um, I forget the song, but Jay-Z referenced uh, the video when he had the line, it's like New York lost the feeling ever since Snoop came through and crushed the building. <laughs> and uh, now I'm from California and went to college at uh, Syracuse University. So there were a lot of New York City transplants up there. And when this video came out this is back in the day clearly way before YouTube so everybody would gather in the recreation room of the uh, student center to watch Rap City and we're sitting down there and watching videos and things when this one debuted uh, these New York City wannabe five percenters with their backpacks and Timberlands lost their minds. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> they I mean, they took it as a personal insult. As it was meant to be. That the DCG <laughs> crew <laughs> would come <laughs> to New York and disrespect how dare you disrespect us. <laughs> I mean that sounded like a Jersey accent but still <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they took offense too. <laughs> oh, will you take it easy over there, fucking Judge Roy Bean? <laughs> All these guys, Justice Allah and, you know, Truth Cipher and all these, you know, giant backpack guys. Oh, they were they were they were just they were just disgusted with the entire thing and I think that the the shock and awe of the video um, sort of obscured the fact that 
corrupt Gwent. Gwent goes absolutely wild on this song. And go ahead. Yes, no, he did. It's a a good song. It's a good hip-hop song. And I mean, I guess we should listen to it first, and then we can come back and comment on it, just in case there's anyone who's unfamiliar with it or hasn't heard it in a while. Here we go. D D P G. It's the incredible, the lyrical. You can't be me like Nisi. To see me is gonna take a miracle. I'm driving motherfuckers hysterical with a touch to this twister, stylistic mixture. What I create pulsates, there is no escape, annihilate your mental mind state, they labels my vocabulary abusive, I packs more knowledge than Confucius, I'm deadly, and do shit like Medusa, with thoughts to share, the niggas throughout this hemisphere, far and near, prepare, catch me chilling like the winner, up against the number one contender as I enter, cause I get heated like friction, motherfuck your whole jurisdiction, react this fact, not fiction, telepathic addiction, to this homicidal recipe. Dangerous and vital to all my rivals. Suicidal. Brainwaves conveys through the average motherfuckers' minds these days. I'm all ready to put work in. Take 10 steps and turn and shoot the first nigga smirking. Give a fuck. What's your name? What's your claim? Or why you came? Motherfucker, don't explain. Simply, don't tip me. Cause I'm simply legging hoes like Simply. The invincible in city. To his knees, verbally useless. Oh, you got the juice? I squeeze it juiceless. The barbaric, versatile, you know, kin of me. So, how the fuck you inherit my style? Now, out the clear blue sky, I can't deny. Now, the day goes by, don't get high, don't ask why. Tonight's the night for me to rip microphones into bits and pieces. Lyrical telekinesis gets me in the verbally vindictive. Violent vocabulary vibes to existence. Catch me in the pitch black path. I sit and let the sick thoughts pass through my mental till I hear an instrumental and detrimental verbal get the spitting. The highest of intellect try connecting with the written. Now they face with the forbidden. Vocally chosen to explore new terrains then remain unseen. Throughout the war dips like a lolo with my verbal fofo. The cocoa complexion MC with the slow flow. Show. I take it to you from the dough. Motherfucker, mentally I go hardcore. I disconnect you. Corrupter, MC to vocally void your whole molecular structure. Catastrophic, mystic is missile flick. Hitting MCs like pits, the deadliest lyricists. New York, New York, big city of dreams. And everything in New York ain't always what it seems. You might get fooled if you come from out of town. But I'm in a while, I'm in a while. 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 I'
Invincibility is what makes me complete, Baby. complete, nah, you can't even fade me, I fuck you, your mama, your auntie, and your lady. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Lyrical telekinesis. <laughs> Catastrophic, mitzelplik. <laughs> I mean, at the height of their powers. <laughs> I think what was lost because of the video was the fact that and the reason I love this is it was a diss record no doubt to Absolutely. sort of that, that New York ego centrism but the idea that their response isn't so much a diss to any particular individual but there's the response or at least the diss came through the display of lyrical skill that essentially, you know, the West Coast was cast as, you know, gangster rappers with no actual lyrical ability. And corrupt. And they, uh, they, sh- they showed them. <laughs> Whoever was thinking about that. <laughs> because, uh, as you said, corrupt emerged as a premier lyricist, at least at that time. And I still think that's an underrated album, generally speaking. Oh yeah, I'm I'm with you with that. I I would go so far as to say that Snoop on the Chronic and Doggy style, I would have ranked him as the number one uh, Death Row MC. But when you look at the time from the beginning of Death Row to even up till now, because I suppose they're both still making music. I'd take Corrupt. If I had to pick a lyrical team from the Death Row camp, I'd take Corrupt. First pick. Wow. I mean, that was, that song right there? I mean, the, again, if you can listen to it without any sort of bias one way or the other, from a technical standpoint, that was outstanding. Um, he changes the pace of his flow, especially in that last verse. And if you really go back and listen to it, you'll and you know don't have the bias that he disrespected Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. And <laughs> how dare he? New York, the birthplace of hip hop. We know, we know, we know, we know. But but it's still a superior song. Fantastic. And. I think even East Coast centric people would have to acknowledge and 
concede that that was one of the best records of its time. Hey, money. Yo, yo. Is yo, that God. God. <laughs> is that money? I got mad skills. <laughs> <laughs> they dissed the whole culture. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. All right. So the next song we're going to get into. Oh, back. We're going to the East Coast. This, well, it's sort of an East meets West, which is sort of an interesting uh, concept. This is from an album by DJ Muggs uh, from Cypress Hill mm. and the Jizza, obviously, of the Wu-Tang Clan. And I would recommend, if you don't have it, you pick up that album. I forget the name offhand. Um, this song is called Exploitation of Mistakes, and it's classic classic jizza rhyme style so we're gonna check it out right here throw up your w's for the west or the woo Clutching a can of high shape. His jacket was tied to a nearby tree. His jeans had dying him. An unusual tattoo was the only hope of identifying him. The autopsies revealed gunshot wounds. Dental records matched to a newlywed groom. This accident was a cover up for homicide. Two who might have stayed alive for paying bribes. The chiefs investigators had relied on the media for help to track down the perpetrators. They canvassed the neighborhood to stand in procedure and visited the home of a topless skeezer who was at the bar where he was last seen alive. Left with them just 10 minutes after they arrived. Despite the police efforts, they turned up nothing. Just an ex-hooker trying to get a rap from bluffing. But the wide publicity had just paid off from a hard rock inmate who was just made sore. He said he knew a man who killed the pop star and almost got caught by a passing cop car. Inmate said probably the motor was robbery And knowing this and keeping it a secret It bothers me He said this individual killed for low billings And purchased a murder kick Blocks from a killing The sheriff's office had no time to waste Plus the inmate made a deal to avoid the case So he cooperated fully He snitched on his chop shop mechanic Who used to move bodies on the pulley And extortionists involved in similar incidents Payments that came in thousand dollar increments Suspicious activities had flooded the place So they subpoenaed phone records for the calls to trace The hair that was taken from his car interior Was that of a young girl who felt inferior She died fighting and probably aroused his anger Holding on for life as she faced the strangler The crime seemed to be sexual in nature It was substantial evidence that the nigga raped her The suspect had marks on his face and chest But it just wasn't enough to get an arrest Asked of his whereabouts on the 3rd of July Said he partied with his friends and had a solid alibi But there's always something left at the scene on a small scale His microscopic traces of blood under her fingernails
The Jizza. DJ not too, not not too bad, not too bad. I'm a Jizza fan. I mean, you know, I, I I've never liked anything as much as I like Liquid Swords. So, you know, anything that comes after that, I kind of fall. You know, eh, it's okay. But I actually have this CD, so I enjoyed it. Nice. I mean, it's um, as far as that song, I love story rhymes. Um, because in my opinion, it takes more skill and talent to construct an entertaining narrative as opposed to just sort of spitting out random words that rhyme. So, um, absolutely. And, and, and Jizza is good with that. I mean, from, from the very beginning, his songs tend to have some meaning one way or the other. Yeah, definitely. The Jizza, DJ Muggs. Let's see what genius. One, two, three, four, and five. All right. So moving right along. This next song is from a group called Demigods, which is sort of an underground supergroup composed of apathy, self-titled, uh, Ryu, esoteric. It's a whole lot of northeast rappers the membership has changed a little bit over the years but uh, this is from the demigods album which came out a few years ago and if you don't have it uh, i'd suggest picking it up especially if you're a fan of underground lyrical miracle rappers uh, be kind of tight plus this song features as a sample, one of my favorite lines from uh, Big Pun, which is, let me get my <clears throat> Big Pun voice on. Dead in the middle of little, 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 did we know that we riddled some middleman who didn't do diddly? <laughs> that wasn't bad. Yeah. Well, Big Pun had his issues, but he was a good rapper. <laughs> yeah, he was a disgusting individual who beat his wife, and that. Okay, well, that's one way to put it. <laughs> wholeheartedly, totally, and completely unacceptable. Um, and I would say rest in peace, but you know he doesn't deserve that. So, that being said, you know. Love the sin, hate the sinner. Or wait, love the sinner, hate. I don't know. Love the love the album, hate the guy, hate the person. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. This is uh, demigods, dead in the middle. Let's check it out. <gasps> Where are you? Dead in the middle of little, little, little. Did we know? I'm as hot as a griddle and harder than gristle A martyr on the top of a missile You want it, I got it to give it Pop a clip in it, follow your fucking mama Grocery shopping and shot up a Honda Civic The demigods and fodder Bin Laden with Dodger fittings I let the money talk, I don't holler at bitches My competition is missing, maybe it doesn't exist Like global warming, I'm warning these motherfuckers to listen I bring a storm to your city, so I'm normally shitty You be doing rain dances in the streets like today You ready to get retarded, lawless, raw, raw Hopping in bar, forget where you parked you know the hardest. Dead in the middle, always sipping the 
Tony Riddle, you whip with so many shots You thought we were Soviets, homie No, 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 it's the gods who get it right No need to look around, you know right where to find me I ain't dead in the middle Then we know that we riddle to middle It's the end of the world as we know it, so pop the cork. I got a transport filled with explosives. Yeah. Make your corpse crispy down in Corpus Christi. My instruments hollow out pianos and leave every organ in. <laughs> I got greasy with a groupie and I smacked the bridges. Uh -huh. The bitch worship my nuts, I guess she's sacrilegious. Oh. And that's what happens when your rap is vicious. Yes. Sadomasochistic snapping pictures of captured victims in my dungeon won't feed you. No. Leave you to your sister carcass, turn a major label rapper back to a starving artist. Damn. Who's the hardest motherfucker? Yes, I am. My porcupine grenade will hit you wherever the spikes land. I am my own hype man. So whoever's standing next to me has gotta be the goddamn boogeyman. I make the cookie blend. The biscuit go off. The ratchet have a seizure. Make it sneeze and blow your nose off. Dead in the middle of little, little, little. Did we know that we riddle to middle, middle? Fuck with me and the outcome could be disturbing, submerging. Scalpels in your flesh like a surgeon, emerging. After all the rest get burned in the furnace. Verses will arise like a phoenix, I'm Jesus. Look into my eyes, I'm the savior mixed with Satan. No surprise, I'm American when mental terrorism's televised. I'm the angel, the antichrist, all in one. I'm a priest, I'm a thug, I'm a nun with a gun. I'm the Pope, the Colombian who imports dope. Police who pump coke that they stole from the boat. I'm the 17-year-old. Rockin' fake dookie ropes I'm the one who think that 9-11 shit was a hoax Got a Glock rock waller in a pocket full of cash If the world goes crazy when the stock market crash I'm dead in the middle of a riddle and binge Dead in the middle of a bed with identical twins Yes, I'm dead in the middle Dead in the middle of little, 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 did we know that we riddled the middle man who didn't do diddly? I love it. Not bad. Not bad. How can I forget the Scooby-Doo? Nice. I mean, beats, lyrics, everything. I love posse cuts. Um, who wouldn't love that? I like hip hop. That's a tough thing to do. I've noticed with some uh, posse cuts is when there are too many people in the group, everybody in the group doesn't have to be on every song. Every song, yeah, I agree with that. Because it's hard. <laughs> you got to keep it keep it moving. Which that Wu Tang Clan um, triumph is a great song, great beat, but. Uh, I could do without a couple of verses, shorten it up, and... It know, goes on a little too long. It does, that it does, but Demigods, I liked it, nice. I liked it, liked it. One, two, three, four, five! We're moving right along here, and the last of our five uh, iPod songs up for review. Hmm, okay, this one is... The title of the song is He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper, which is from the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff album of the same name. Or is it I'm the, mm. I'm the Rapper, He's the DJ? He's the DJ, I'm uh, the Rapper. Yeah. He's the DJ, uh, yeah, the one of those. Yeah, either way. 
Um, I'm assuming there's probably, at this point, a percentage of people who don't recognize or they know Will Smith as Will Smith the actor and they know that Will Smith played the role of Prince or Fresh Prince or whatever on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air but I don't know if there are do you think there are still people who don't know that he was a rapper like an actual rapper I think that, you know, there are the the youngest generation. I mean, you know, I think he's starting to be for people like my kids age. Right. So they're eight and six. Um, he's an old school actor <laughs> to, to them. Right. It's 20 years ago. Yeah. So as a rapper, that's way beyond their their conception or, you know, I think I used that word wrong, but. That's way beyond anything they could think about. So, yeah, I think that if you look at teenagers today, unless someone's told them Will Smith as a rapper, that doesn't seem like something they know about. Yeah, by the time Independence Day came out, he long since start, stopped rapping to at least anything that anyone gave a damn about. And again, next year marks 20 years since that movie came out. They're already working on the sequel. Really? Sequel's coming out. Wow. Well, summertime was pretty much the last gasp of hearing a Fresh Prince song and saying, yeah, yeah, I like that. Because that still, that still gets play every, every year around this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this song is from their, I guess it would be their second album. But it was the one that really blew up because it had Parents Just Don't Understand, which... Right. I love that song. That song's outstanding. I still love it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and except now, I'm the parent who doesn't understand. Yeah. Right. And uh and Jazzy Jeff, he's still extremely uh highly and well respected uh as a DJ, which he was uh, before the group blew up and after they went their separate ways. And so, um, you know, Jazzy Jeff doing his thing, Will Smith making all the money of the world. Yes, and he is to this day. <laughs> so this song, he's the DJ, I'm the rapper. Now, Will Smith got a lot of flack back in the day because he was, you know, sort of a family-friendly uh, MC and some people say it was like bubblegum rap or you know they wanted the harder styles because you got to remember this is at the time when rap was still there wasn't a huge amount of money in it so there was no incentive for anyone to sound like anyone else <clears throat> and around the time this album came out you know, you had your NWAs, you had your Schoolie D's doing some gangster stuff, you had the Dayline Tribe, you had the Boogie Down Productions, you had just all kinds of sounds. So whatever your taste trended towards, you know, you had a rapper who fit the bill. Um, so I don't think a lot of people at the time took Will Smith, Fresh Prince, uh, 
all that seriously as an MC, but he had some outstanding story rhymes. And yes, this, he did. Yeah, and this song—it's not a story rhyme, but I think it might—it it shows a little bit of both why people thought he was a goofball bubblegum rapper, and it also shows that he has some serious skills. So let's check it out. He's the DJ. I'm the rapper. The rapper. Go Jeffrey. Pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it. What are you doing in there? Word of my, word of my, word of my. In the place at about this time, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince just bug, bug, bugging out. Losing it all, no sense. Hey, Jeff, scratch it, scratch it, man, scratch it. Mm. Oh, that was decent. Now scratch it. A quick joint, a quick one, Jeff. Ooh, yeah, yeah. We just bugging. We just having some fun. Me and Jeffrey, he's the DJ. I'm the rapper. Okay, it's clear. It's good. Okay, everybody got it. One, two, one, two, and my rhymes have been written not to be bitten. But as it seems, some suckers keep forgetting the rules about rapping. But that's all right, because in the next five minutes, I'm going to have them all uptight. Stronger than a dinosaur, better known than sin. I'm in the battles I battle. I usually win. I'm in less than a minute, but it all depends on how long it takes your rappers to realize they're trying to defend yourself. It's ridiculous. Didn't you get my messages out of the question? Cut your toys, boys. I'm the real gonna enjoy seeing you destroyed if i was franklin stone i probably own all of bedrock if i was a criminal i probably own a cell block if i was in the navy i would own the sea but i'm a poet so i own the whole rap industry i'm like a lion my man and the streets are my den it's either kill or be killed so i kill and kill again and again and again some the time rappers i'll slaughter them i'll tie them up and throw them in the water then i'll just walk away like nothing ever happened until somebody else starts rapping that's when i'll snap and i'll attack and go mad like rambo or maybe like commando or like lando carissian because you know he was down with the force fresh prince is the source of And I have to prove superiority If rap was basketball, I would be in luck Cause every time I freestyle, it would be a slam dunk, man I'm the engineer and you're the passengers Taking on a voyage, a hip-hop massacre The Jason of rap, Freddy Krueger of rhyming And I'm sure that you'll see in due time Man, people will rap the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania To all join in to this Fresh Prince mania My face in magazines, on your radio and stereo Everywhere you go, audio and video A hip-hop terrorist, warlike vocalist Other rappers say, yo, Prince, why don't you show me this style now? You must be tripping, it ain't no way in hell
anytime all day. Pop so much trash. Man, I can't wait to be face to face. And here just say, single man, you're gonna be my victim. You better duck and pray for good luck, Chuck, cause you're stuck. You're like a Thanksgiving turkey and it's time to be plucked. I see your nervous purpose, that's how I know you're soft. You're running around like a chicken with your hick it off. But just relax, my power to the max and I'm cutting those stack on this rap track, Jack. So back up, this if you got good sense. Oh, feel the fury of the prince. And you don't stop, yo, Jazzy. Why don't you rock out the spot? Yo, Jazzy. Hey, Jeff, I'm psyched, I'm psyched. Give him a cut, Jeff. Hey, Jeffrey, 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 a fast one. at the beginning and the very end i mean he was flowing yeah that was that was that was fire (laughs) will smith had that fire (laughs) and that was that was tucked away on like the b side that didn't get a lot of play because it's not the part they wanted people to hear they wanted people to hear that part that sold records parents just don't understand baby (laughs) um and nightmare on my street that sells (laughs) this uh this ll battle rapping he was doing um the record label said, nah, <laughs> you can put it on the B side, but uh, that, that gets an A side from me. Right. And the, the, See, that's the thing about the way we do this is set the iPod to shuffle because if I were to go in and handpick some songs, there's no way I would ever have picked that. I'd totally forgotten about that song. You never would have come across that in your mind. <laughs> and even if I if I didn't just go with the iPad iPod pick, as soon as I heard that goofball intro, I would have skipped the song, and I never would have gotten to that <laughs> that that lyrical destruction in the middle. <laughs> so. Yeah, Will Smith, he, he can always come back to rapping, but I don't think he's got all that anymore. Nah, he's he's got enough to deal with on the home front, but that's, <laughs> that's a different <laughs> topic. <laughs> so we're moving right along here. We're ahead of our, we're about a half hour, 45 minutes ahead of our usual pace, um, and which is good because Dre's got some family things to do. And I've got to get to the Jam Master J Scratch Academy in a few hours. But we do have 
one last piece of business to take care of. And that is the You Big Dummy of the Week. Now, for those who have been listening to the previous podcast, you'll know that in our first episode, OT Genesis and Coco took firm control of the You Big Dummy Championship. And in the week since, we've had a couple of challengers. I think really, was last week the only week that we did it? I think we did it. Yeah, we we went after Tupac, but then we decided he wasn't maybe that numb after all. Yeah, with Thug Mansion. And that wasn't dumb enough to steal the title away from OT Genesis uh, and Coco. So he remains the champion. But a challenger has emerged. So we're going to drop right into the uh, opening theme. And then we're going to get to the challenger for the You Big Dummy of the week. And that is a rapper named King Los featuring R. Kelly. And the name of the song is Glory to the Lord. So. Well, so far, so good. Yeah, we'll see. Give the Lord his due, but I don't know. (laughs) Let's see what happens. Glory to the Lord, glory to the Lord. I mean, you know what's a war, you know what's a war. Every time I 
the aim, nigga, aim, go hit that force. I'm like, bitch, of course, bitch, of course, rich and gorgeous. I wasn't given choice, and I switched the course. If money talks, bitch, I'm hoarse, and I'm sick of the arguing. And the conversation, it seemed like it's too hard to win. All you wanna do is bring up all of my flaws again. And I'm so flawed, oh God, you never love me halfway, you do the whole job. Light up my path, let me be my own star. As I look back, man, shit was so hard. Now it's food on the table, so my niggas don't stop. At the club, like, glory to the Lord, glory to the Lord. I popped the bottle, told the whole story to my boys. I got a rollie on my wrist, glory to the Lord. Plus, I got my homies getting rich, glory to the Lord. At the club, like, glory to the Lord, glory to the Lord. He let the sun shine on a nigga from the hood. Man, I done made it off the block, glory to the Lord. Let's pop a hundred bottles screaming out, glory to the Lord. If they hate every style you sport If your lawyer paid and you made out in court And your baby mama took you all child support You at the club like Ooh, let's have a toast to coming up You used to say you couldn't afford it My nigga, you shit talking to a toilet My nigga, I ain't even have a trap ride Now my car's imported And I'm like, glory to the Lord, glory to the Lord Hey man, Robert made it out to the Lord. I rolled up, load up, man, just to keep a peace of mind. I street perform and I swear it was so motherfucking cold outside. Just name it, it was something I couldn't afford. Now I rock the kind of shit that ain't never hit stores. First thing I'ma say, after every award, penthouse suite feel like God when I look down. Word to the Lord, I'm the R&B James Brown. I hear him hating, I think Jesus that I ain't them. Swag on heaven, let the church say amen. Shawty is the shit. No manure, booty so big. Hallelujah. And all my niggas paid now. Glory to the Lord. All my bills paid now. Glory to the Lord. And we gon' pop a hundred bottles every club I host. And I got all my homies with me. That's the homie ghost. Glory to the Lord. Glory to the Lord. I popped a bottle, told the whole story to my boys. I got a rollie on my wrist. Glory to the Lord. Plus I got my homies getting rich. Glory to the Lord. At the club like. Glory to the Lord. Glory to the Lord. He let the sun shine on a nigga from the hood. Man, I done made it off the block. Glory to the Lord. Let's pop a hundred bottles screaming out. Glory to the Lord. If they hate every style you sport If your lawyer paid and you made out in court And your baby mama took you all child support You at the club like Like what else you could say But, but roll me up a good J and, and let me show you how the hood pray We be like The, the homie ghost <laughs> the, the Lord deserves much better than that. <laughs> it's unusual. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I, as I understand it, he's thanking the Lord for not forcing him to pay child support, <laughs> right? And for allowing him to use drugs and alcohol at a club. <laughs> I don't remember that chapter in the Bible. <laughs> which which is exactly what qualifies this for the you big dummy of the week because I mean, wow. It's like the music's good, the rapping, I don't have a problem with. However, let's start with the fact that okay, yeah, you're allegedly paying tribute to the Lord Almighty. Um and the person you have on this song is a pedophile. Alleged. 
you can say alleged for purposes, you know, professional purposes. I'm going to say, I saw the video. That was R. Kelly. <laughs> he, it, it was disgusting. He's disgusting. And that sick pervert has no business on any song. But, all right, he's got to make a living. But come on. Glory to the yeah, Lord. I'm, I'm not a fan for those very reasons. I don't um, think there's a pedophile wing in heaven. Sorry, Robert. <laughs> I that that song is it epitomizes the kind of ignorance that's celebrated in too much modern hip hop. I mean, um, to some people, um, those are things to be thankful for. <laughs> and I'm afraid that there's a whole generation of hip hop listeners who are being fed this. I mean, we we were fed something differently, and so we have different values. But you know, um, for that, I say glory to the Lord. <laughs> but I, but I'm, I'm worried about the next generation. And by this is what they're being fed. By comparison to some of the stuff we listened to earlier, this would be a positive song. But I don't. You know, I'm not the religious authority around here, but I'm pretty sure that in a song where you're supposed to be glorifying God, um, let's just run through the some <laughs> of the words that were in here. Um, let's see. They hit all the all the buttons. Bitch, nigga, shit, motherfucking, and booty so big. I said hallelujah. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's nowhere to be found in Psalms. This is absolutely disgusting. I don't know. Like again, I'm not religious, but I find it offensive. Well, you're still offended by it <laughs> because no matter what your religious beliefs, you're still a decent person. This is made strictly for money, and it's. Hey, with that, without regard to the energy and the messages putting out into the world, which is, you know, basically negative and stereotypical and on balance harmful to uh, the image of young black people. Yeah. Especially, yeah, young black people, like the one that R. Kelly molested, raped, like. Ah. Uh. It's horrible. There's a man's reputation at stake here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at stake. Yeah. But there it is. I now the 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 real question is we've that's clearly ignorant. But is it ignorant enough to steal the title away from OT Genesis who's in love with the cocoa? Well, uh, I would say no, because for all its uh, pathology and absurdity, this song is at least intelligible and, you know, features a theme of sorts that is understandable. Why we may not agree with it and find it highly offensive. The other song, as I remember it, and I haven't listened to it since, uh, is simply repeats certain phrases over and over again. Yeah, is strictly a matter of dealing with the construction of a hip-hop song this song this king los and r kelly just fit the bill even though the content is what brings it up you know and qualifies it for this that ot genesis the content was a problem 
and then the construction of the song, the lyrical quote unquote quality or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the word lyrical and quality are both in quotes <laughs> in that phrase. <laughs> As is hip hop. <laughs> Man. They each get their own quotation marks. <laughs> Not too good. <laughs> oh, man. So, I guess, as it stands, once again, OT Genesis and the Coco remain the unchallenged, undisputed, uncontested, you big dummy champion of the world that song may end up beating itself uh at some point (laughs) (laughs) we might have to retire it and just call it (laughs) the ot genesis you big dummy award (laughs) it's like it's like on sports center when that guy from the Bengals flipped into the end zone it was the champion for so long (laughs) that eventually had to move on (laughs) right yeah and the part that i'm actually fearing is that the OT Genesis song remains our You Big Dummy champion for so long that we're going to be forced to have to play it again just to refresh the memories of, you know, once we get down the road, if you want. I'm going to call in sick that week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we... This was... This was up and down. I mean, we had we started off with that sour, sour taste in our mouths. At least last week during the debate, it was Tribe Called Quest, and I would take Beach Rhymes in Life over <laughs> Gunplay featuring <laughs> Rick Tommy Kwan. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> and Young Thug. Leave that up with the critics and the laws and all that old shit. We having fun. We iced out. We having money. That's how we doing it. <laughs> and then you know the uh, the songs we reviewed, we got some some lyrical quality and a couple of surprises in there. So I feel I feel better than I did, you know, at the beginning. Oh yeah. So with that, hey. this uh, this episode clocked in at at under under two hours. So. Nice. You know, we have no we have no limits except those imposed by family and personal and you know adult obligations. When you're dealing with in laws, tread lightly. Yeah. So, all right. So far, so good. We are going to wrap this up. Be back in a couple of weeks, and yeah. Looks like we will be. It's a wrap. Sandra Bland, say her name. Who? Sandra Bland, look it up. Is she a rapper? She's not. Then I don't give no. Who? (laughs) Sandra Bland. She died in police custody in Texas. Oh. Oh. Say her name. Jeez. Damn. Now I should now now I feel bad for not knowing. I'm so I've been so embedded in hip hop and podcast I haven't oh gee okay alright Sandra Bland sorry People. say her name um Sandra Bland or is that is that like black lives that's, is that like the, that's, the phrase that's the hashtag 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Guess I need to get on. Um, is that a Facebook thing that's going around? It's Twitter, Facebook. It's everywhere. We gotta look into this and 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 get justice. Yeah. Police are out of control. Out of control. All right then, Sandra Bland. Shame, shame. All right. Check you out later. Peace. All right, everybody, that is our show. Here it is, your moment of zen. Walked in, 30,000 in my pocket. Had them niggas just like, oh, oh, oh. $50,000 and your bitch. Wanna fuck me? Got her screaming like, oh, 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 oh. Cause I got the check. Nigger wanna flex. I ain't got a flex. Boy, I got it. Oh, 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 oh. Give that hoe some X. She gon' wanna sex every nigga in the set. And now she's screaming like, oh, oh, oh. This right here ain't nothing but the END. So follow me into the sun and let your soul be free. The END, the END, the END, and the END. This ain't nothing but the END. So follow me into the sun and let your soul be free. The END. Peace, 5,000 G.